When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with Dave Schrader, Tevin Pittman, the perplexed Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. One of you sitting at this table, I'm going to talk about you where you went to college right after this. Tom uh, Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. I love this group. I do too. Which version? With Ethel Merman or the, singing the uh, yeah, <laughs> song now? The black, yeah. uh, what's it, Jack Black version in School of Rock. Yeah, the, yeah, that's true. Have you heard Jim Brewer do ACDC? Oh, yeah, Holy absolutely. cow, why didn't they ask him to be the lead singer? I don't know. I mean, you can't tell the difference. No, you can't. You can tell the difference when Axel's doing it, though. Oh, God, is that horrible. Although Jesse James Dupree from Jackal would be a good... I uh, like him anyway. I know. He's so fun. He's I love it when he guy. calls into the KQ Morning Show. But yeah, he, would, hey, he actually would be a good he would. fit. Maybe they can only sustain the voice for like a song, though. Mm. I don't know yeah, if you can do a two or three maybe. hour concert with no, that, that screeching. <clears throat> but Jesse J, that's what he does. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he, yeah. What was that song? What is it called? Uh, that one that you like. Chainsaw? The cha- is it Chainsaw? Oh, Chainsaw, yeah. <laughs> chainsaw. Where he <laughs> plays a chainsaw. Yeah, we talked to that guy. He was on yeah. Jesse James yeah. Dupree. Yeah, yeah he yeah. had a bar. Um, yeah, and Sturgis. Um, yeah, it's the very full from, what is it called? Full, full Throttle? Yeah. Full Throttle yep. Saloon, I think. That's right. I think that's what it is, but yeah, yeah Jesse is. James Dupree's a great guy. We had a little Chinese kid at school. 
I grew up in Medina, Illinois. We went to Lake Park High School, a little Chinese foreign exchange student who could barely speak the language, but he sounded exactly, I mean exactly like the lead singer of, of ACDC. When he would sing, because, you know, you'd be riding in the car playing the music, and he would sing next to you, and it was spot on. It's like the new lead really? singer of Journey. Oh, right? yeah, he's right, a he's a right. Filipino karaoke right. guy, right? Isn't that how he got the gig? Jeez. Yep. <laughs> and he can't speak English, but he sounds exactly like Steve Perry when he sings. It's mm. <laughs> Is that a good thing? I guess. I don't know. I will tell you, if I ever do meet Axl Rose, and I never have met him, but if I ever do meet him, I, I'm going to tell him, you ever sing Knocking on Heaven's Door again? I'm going to kill you. <laughs> he's ruined that and live and let die for oh, me. I cannot oh, hear it any other die. way. Yeah, oh, I can't hear it. No, you made it sound almost good. <laughs> I call him. Sound bad I call there. him Axel Merman Axel because Merman. he sounds like Ethel Merman with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Business a, like a bottle of bourbon. Business. No, lemon let die. Oh, Happy things coming up roses. The same story. Oh God! All right. So before we launch into the news of the day, Catherine and I went and spent uh, three days or two days, full days, down in Red Wing. Had a great time at the Smoking Oak with Kyle, and then Jerry came over and sat down next to Catherine. He just walked over and sat BFFs. right down next to her in the booth. But he was a listener. He's a great guy. He was a really nice guy. But um, Catherine and I went up to Garvin Heights. Mm-hmm. So where were we? Uh, you were right near Winona. Right above That's Winona, right. looking yes. down on the island city. Isn't I didn't right? know mm-hmm. it was an island. Phenomenal. I'm like, what? Yeah. Okay, here's the beautiful place. Yes, here's the question. Uh Is there any better place to go to college? I wouldn't know because I only went there. (laughs) That town town looks like this is a college. Oh, it is. Well, you've got Winona State. Yep. St. Mary's and Mm -hmm. St. Teresa's all within like a three mile radius. Mm -hmm. St. Teresa's shut down. No kidding. Yeah, they closed it. When did they close that? What two years ago? It's now used by several different colleges. Oh, okay. Use the facility, but there's no St. Teresa's anymore. Yeah. Well, when I went there, we had. I think there's two high schools and three colleges yeah, all within a three-mile yeah, radius. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty old town. A lot of God, cool architecture. Gorgeous. I was yeah. sort of surprised. It was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, my, when I, I went to Winona for a college visit, oh, and, you did? Uh, like a recruiting trip. And, I wouldn't let you in. Uh, no, no, no. Oh. I went. To, I decided NDSU oh, was better. Oh, no, no, and, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, it was, it was fun. So it was homecoming, and we're walking around like all the players with uh, our parents, and so we're like, doing his tour and like okay here's this here's this and it's homecoming and all of a sudden some naked guy runs Uh-oh. across campus hey, i have a name Tevin. i have a name <laughs> darkness dave runs across <laughs> campus naked and uh it's yeah. hot in winona man i needed air exactly my mom was like eh, maybe we'll go somewhere well else. i have a, also a tip off for you it's an island city one black mm-hmm. guy amongst fifty thousand white yeah, people on true. an island that's true what are you doing what do you think no I, what I love is Catherine asked for directions to Garvin Heights Road to take mm-hmm. it up the, the up the hill and all the right. rest of it. Yeah, and our waiter said, told us about Garvin Heights. Yeah, We're like, right. We're going to go do the 100 miles of scenery. What should we stop and see? And sure. he told so, us about it. So they, he said, just look for the steamboat. And we're like, oh, the paddle wheeler? Did he say steamboat or paddle wheeler? Steamboat. I think he said paddle wheeler. Paddle boat. Paddle, yeah, paddle yeah. boat. So I thought it was an actual paddle boat on the river. So I'm like, sure. well, we have to go to the river, right, to find the paddle boat. Find the paddle boat. No, you didn't have to go to the river. No. The paddle boat is up on a post. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's about the size of this conference table. It is. <laughs> on a post. But I tell you, I, we were really impressed with Winona. I'd never been there. I'd driven through before, but I didn't know it was that big, first of all, because I just drove through it. But what a beautiful place. Like, as she said, the different kinds of architecture, some Dutch and some... All kinds of different, really beautiful. Well, I've said it. When I retire, I would like to retire to Winona. Oh, really? I, yeah, I don't just blame because you. it was so beautiful there. It was so nice, and yep. and it was just a great little place to be. But man, talk about a college town. There's a bar everywhere. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, we don't. There's that. there's uh, and you know what I wish I would have bought into is that Hardee's right in the center of town. It's one of the only ones left. <laughs> it's right, but it's surrounded by bars, and yeah, then at closing time. One o'clock, two in the morning, that place is packed until oh. six o'clock in the morning. So it's busy all day. There's a lull from about 11 at night until one in the morning. And then, boom, because every bar drinking fool wanders nice. into Hardee's. Oh, I agree. Oh, that's that, got to be a gold lake, mine. Lake Winona? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, 
Is that part of the Mississippi River? I don't know. I was oh, drunk so most of the time much. I was out there. Okay. Well, I, you know what I remember most you of Winona outside the Hardys was the uh, yes, uh, looking for bar dates right. after closing time. What I remember most was the mayfly infestation. I've oh, never yeah, seen that. Yeah. I grew up in Chicago, yep. Illinois. And then the mayflies. Have you ever seen the mayflies? Uh, no, I don't think so. I've they seen they them show on up YouTube. for like it's like a twenty four hour stint, mm-hmm. and then they close the bridge because there are so oh, many right. dead mayflies yep. that they have to go with a snowplow to plow oh, the bridge. Gross. What? Yeah. Yes, it's yes. bonkers. I don't like that. And the cars are sweet. Watch your language. Oh, boy, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will tell you this. When you drive over to the bridge into Wisconsin, right, yeah. there was a little strip strip joint over there. And that was kind of our, our late night hangout. We get in there the one night and it had been snowing. And we get in and there's like, it's dead. And the guy goes, uh, the, the owner leans into the microphone. He goes, Beverly, Angela, get ready because we got some clients. He goes, our regular dancers couldn't come in. My wife and daughter will be right up. Oh, oh, oh wife and daughter wrong. will be right up. Boy, look at the time. I'd like what to a, stay in jail. What a great dad and husband. Oh, oh. Oh. And he was up there DJing. Uh, look, put your heads together for Cheetah oh, and Merriweather. What? Cheetah and Merriweather? I can't remember. I like they were it. some bonkers names. It was funny. There's his language again. I know. What are we going to do, Cassie? <laughs> Straight up shenanigans. Oops, sorry. Shenanigans. I got <laughs> to mention one, a couple of stories to you before we move on to other things. Did you see what Al-Shabaab did? I did not. No. Al-Shabaab, first of all, stoned a woman to death for adultery and then killed 300 people in a truck bombing. And yesterday, or Friday maybe it was, they released a statement that said Al-Shabaab will no longer use plastic bags because they're bad for the environment and people. (laughs) I am not kidding. Andy, look it up. If I'm not sure. It's it's 100%. They said they're not going to use plastic bags anymore. Well, why would they? If they're not putting up with adultery anymore, why would they put up with strangling turtles? That's a good point. That's a very good point. You believe that. (laughs) They also cut the... uh, Bottle plastic bottle yeah. Yeah. as well. Yeah. They go around the goosenecks. Yeah. Yeah. So they also ban music, cinemas, satellite, and satellite dishes. It's all banned. Mm. But now plastic bags because uh, they're, well, they take all the fun. They away. say it's <laughs> out of respect for the environment. They <laughs> kill three hundred mm. people with a car bomb, and then, hey, you know the air quality is not that great. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, see, they were doing those three hundred people a favor because the air quality yeah. was yeah. so yeah. bad. You yeah. just take them out; so less that's... people breathe in bad air. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh... it's the rotting bodies that are That's crazy. Uh, somebody was telling us that you can't wear uh, sunscreen in Hawaii anymore. No, nope, they won't let you. It's ruining the coral reefs. Yeah. Oh, is that what's killing coral reefs? That's what they're saying. Sunblock. Sunblock. How is it? Uh, like what? Because like right. it's oily and gets in the yeah. water and I does guess. something? Or? I yeah. thought no, that that's was... Bob Sansevier. <laughs> hey, Tom, I don't know what happened to the coral reef over here, but it's going bad. Coral reefs diet, Tom. <laughs> How do they figure that it's sunblock? Like, who's who's in charge of doing that stuff? Is there residue on the coral? Or well, any? yeah, the coral stopped getting a tan, so they figured it's not a little pale. Andy, do your Google thing. <laughs> Andy, do your Google thing. Uh, while he's doing that, I'll read this. A Massachusetts beauty pageant winner gave up her crown Saturday um, after a host made a joke about the hashtag MeToo movement. I read this. Maud Gorman, 24, was the reigning Miss Plymouth County beauty queen. Oh, Miss Plymouth County. Well, that's a big title. Uh, <laughs> hey, she, how many beauty pageants have you won? She, I won Mr. Plastic Bag. <laughs> it was phenomenal. The Popcorn King. Popcorn wait, King. You. you, sir, are no Popcorn King. <laughs> God, I will never forget that as long as I You're not the Popcorn King. No, Paul, right. I knew the popcorn king. Right. You sir, <laughs> are the popcorn king. Hall of Fame radio means too. nothing to them. They no, want no. the popcorn, popcorn king. Popcorn king. <laughs> Maud Gorman, 24, who is the reigning Miss Plymouth County beauty queen and a survivor of sexual assault, resigned from the Miss Massachusetts Miss America organization competition over a joke made about the women's movement. The MC was referencing the removal of the swimsuit competition, according to the Boston Globe. Uh, the host did a skit last week with someone portraying God. The host, a woman, tells God she doesn't understand why Miss America officials would get rid of the swimsuit competition. The person then holds up a sign reading hashtag me too. 
Mocking a movement that empowers sexual assault survivors is inappropriate, especially by a women's empowerment organization. So that was, America is that wasn't even a joke. Empowerment yeah. Isn't that kind of like hypocritical, like a little bit it's like you're very... winning a beauty pageant? Exactly. Like, I'm not, like you can have your opinion, but it's like you're in a beauty pageant. Yeah. Are, but they don't call it beauty pageant anymore, right? They don't? They call it the... No. I think you have to... It's been PC'd up, and I can't remember what the term is. Mm-hmm. Because beauty means that then they're judging you strictly on beauty. Right. And they're ju- judging you on your skills, your abilities, your intelligence, and that you're hot. I just thought of looking at Tevin, and he's over there. When I said looking hot? No, he's thinking what I'm thinking. Is that about five years from now, they'll bring her down the aisle, the winner, and you go, my God, you're so homely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's great. It's wonderful. Yeah, because I got rid of the swimsuit portion. So you can't do that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else there's left. Well, Mister Universe, you have to wear now a uh, hoodie. Yeah, when you wear a hoodie. Because <laughs> I'm offended by their well, green chests. They had like an evening gown thing. Those are mm-hmm. pretty revealing. That, that I would come out in a muumuu or something. Yeah, I'll say that. Just say don't make it. them wear any type. Just tell them you can wear whatever you want, yeah. and we'll ask you questions. Make it look good. Just come on test. out and show your 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 fashion sense. I, Why shouldn't that be a part? Yeah. Of it? Personally, I think that the this pageants tree stuff is something that should just go away yeah i don't think anybody watches it anymore i think yeah do you (laughs) you are my girl (laughs) no who does that that's weird i I don't know could you see dressing your what you know what my friends my friend growing up my best friend paul his sister used to do beauty pageants and we used to hang out with her we'd go to support her because Mm -hmm. we got to hang out with all the hot teenage girls (laughs) that were dressed to the nines but uh yeah, I, I remember at that age even thinking, I feel really icky right now because these mothers are talking to these girls like they're hookers. You know, pull your breast up, for God's sake, put some Vaseline on your teeth. If you want to win, you look like a hog, blah, 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 oh blah, my blah. God. And then I just stood there and I'm like, what am I listening to? And then I realized it. But, you know, Tammy, my my uh, friend's sister, she was so self-confident that it like nobody, you couldn't talk her down. Then her mother never would because she'd have been shredded. But Tammy would just get up there and she did what she did because she was beautiful and, and was skilled. So, you know, she's uh, – but the, some of these girls were just – you could tell moms were living vicariously. Yeah. And I don't I don't know what the – I don't get the whole realm of beauty pageants for especially children. No. You know? Mm-hmm. Natural beauty, yeah, but why are you dolling them up with makeup right. and, and scary. weird stuff? No, it's all true. God, I tell you, Tevin, we got one minute left in this segment, but the next segment, you heard about this Brazilian midfielder, Fernandino? Nope. What did he do? He received a strong message of support from his National Soccer Federation on Monday after being attacked in a series of racist messages. Guess what the first thing they called him was? And it wasn't the big N. So don't... Don't put yourself out there. Yeah. Using that. <laughs> uh, the thing, I don't know what they would have called him. They called him a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's just unbelievable. <laughs> now, if, if, if anybody in this room is built like a monkey, it's me. I have a 30-inch inseam and 37-inch arms. That's very <laughs> ape-like. I'm sorry, but it's ape-like. And so you want to call me a monkey? Eh, good. Anyway, we'll do the whole uh, story coming up in the next segment, and we will be right back in just a couple of minutes. Tim Lammers. Tim. No. no he's, he's in the next hour. Yeah, for some reason. Oh. He can't do this hour. Yeah, he's going to be oh. calling in at the top of the second oh, hour. Okay. Yeah, he's big-timing us. Is, yeah, yeah, I know, Tim. I'm glad you're the one talking because you have to edit this. I know. <laughs> it's fine. We'll be We're right fine. back. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. 
Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. What? (laughs) What is this all about? Reunited by Peaches and Herb. Peaches and Herb. Is this Peaches or Herb? <laughs> I don't know. Just let it herby. sink in, Tom. Hello, Just my a... name is Herb. This is my friend Peaches. Welcome to our show. Nice talking to you. Fabulous. How are things on Plymouth and Penn Avenue? Well, we're back. We're back from vacation. And I'll tell you what. We are reunited. Yeah. Um, it's the first, the longest. I almost didn't have to do any work, but then I had to do a, a commercial on Friday and another commercial on Thursday following, and then the station called a couple of times. So I did have to do some work, but nowhere near the level I usually have to. It was really interesting to sit and just contemplate what life is really all about, and it's really not about working 14 hours a day. You when know? were you sitting contemplating? I don't recall this. <laughs> when he was in the bathroom. Oh, okay. That's when we men <laughs> contemplate. While I was waiting for you to get ready to leave, that's when I was <laughs> contemplating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after three days of vacation, I was like, you cannot retire. <laughs> Yeah. It was driving you bonkers. Are too this hyperactive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, when are you great. getting up tomorrow? When are you going to go here? What are we going to do? What do we have at lunch? What are we having for dinner? What are we doing? What's Cass- going on? Cassie and I were just wondering if you guys had fun with Sprinthal. Yeah, well, we had a good time. <laughs> yeah, well, we, you know, I was waiting. I had my flippers on and my inflatable <laughs> duck ring. going to pick you up. And, uh, you know, then he just never sent us. He's Poor like, oh, dog. you guys should come on out and, and go on the boat with my wife and I. And we're like, yeah, let's do this. And then, like, what the he's boat. out on the boat, he's like, oh, guys, I, I'm wondering where you two are. And I forgot to send you the time and address. My apologies. Other than that, though. Well, yeah, he sent me a text. He's like, are you guys close? And I'm like, uh, we're at home. He calls me. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I forgot to send you the info. I'm such a jerk. I'm like, yeah, you well, are, Doug. So, you know, we didn't you know, even need Doug one. Vacation. There's a little glug glug going on. <laughs> we, oh, we, we didn't even need one. And we went out to Belzer Chevy and bought a new car. Oh, God. Just here we go. There goes that announcer. Right, shot right in the ass. Just how it is, man. All right, the rest of that Fernandino story. Brazilian in midfield. Fernandino received a strong message of support from his National Soccer Federation on Monday. After being attacked in a series of racist messages, Fernandino was targeted by irate fans after his unfortunate own goal put Brazil on course for its quarterfinal defeat against Belgium on Friday. See, let's pay attention to how racist North America is, and then let's go to South America and see if they're racist at all. Yeah, and especially after an own goal, I'm sure that monkey is the least offensive thing that was said to him. We're going to find out right now. We're going to find out. South Americans are pretty hardcore about their soccer. He's probably not even staying in Brazil. He has to leave the country because they take soccer very seriously. Didn't they kill somebody down there? Two of them. They shot him with machine guns while they're getting out of their car. Yeah. Because they lost a match. Yeah, it was because of an own goal. The same what is an own goal? Thing. I'm not a soccer right. guy. Yeah, you score on your own. You score on your own, own team. Oh. Well, sometimes you've got to have something happen in soccer. Right. I mean, yeah. there's not a lot of stuff going on. And they don't on. expect that, right? Yeah. Isn't that just kind of cha- shaking it up? It's a That's surprise sure. tactic. Right. A surprise tactic, exactly. <laughs> we repudiate the racist attack suffered by the player Fernandino and his relatives. As to, oh, they went after his relatives, too. That's nice. nice. A statement tweeted by the CBF, Brazilian soccer's... Uh, Governing body. Uh, football represents the union of colors, genres, cultures, and peoples. No, it doesn't. Uh, you can claim it all you want, but no, it does not. It's not the international sport of race people. 
Good God. Well, it, isn't it played like everywhere but America pretty much? I mean, no, we play it. Don't yeah, we, we have, play I mean, it, but we, we have a Minnesota team now. Yeah. Which yeah. looks like London United's logo, doesn't it? Yeah. And like, has, has our soccer team won a game yet? Are we still waiting on that? No, they have not. Uh, I don't understand. They're, they're I don't waiting to get their own stadium before the they fervent yeah, excitement behind a sport where nothing happens. Nothing ever happens. Mm-hmm. It is unbelievable to me. You know, tennis is exciting to watch, and that's sad for me to say. But I, <laughs> but when I, you watch soccer, it's like, how long can you watch people run back and forth and not score? I think the soccer field should be like three quarters of the size that it is. Yeah. It's just right. too, it's too much big. running back and forth. Or I want a second ball. And if yeah. there's going to be violence, Multiball. let's like rollerball them. <laughs> Right, I James Conn start putting elbow pads with spikes and make it entertaining <laughs> to watch. Get the blood spurt for me. Right. So, Tevin, has anybody ever called you macaco or macaco preto? Is that a monkey and a big monkey? A black monkey. Black monkey. <laughs> a monkey and a black monkey. Honestly, if anybody no, called El Grando Maco, If anybody called me a monkey, I would look at them like they're an idiot because yeah. it's like that's it's yeah. ridiculous. Like, are you kidding me? But no, I, I don't think I've been called a monkey. I don't think. No, so. I don't think so. I have. So I, <laughs> I took your spot. Fernandino was bombarded with social media messages branding him a macaco, a monkey, or a macaco preto, which is a black monkey, while his wife, Rosa Glaucia, isn't that an eye disease? It's glaucoma. Glaucoma. Sorry, I had the wrong one. There. Um, uh, Rosa Glaucia. I'm suffering from macaco Glaucia, the monkey eye. <laughs> I got the monkey. I'm a cockroach. Uh, his mother were, were all uh, Rosa and and his mother were also insulted on their accounts. At 33, this tournament was likely his last World Cup. Four years ago, he was heavily criticized after being taken off at halftime of Brazil's seven to one home defeat to Germany in the semifinal. So it's always been his fault. And it always will be his fault. It's one of those deals. Oh God! And playing Germany, what kind of slang was being flung his way then? <laughs> So that's it. They just called him a monkey. I've been called a monkey. Who cares? Yeah, p- people are mean on Twitter. That's news, apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently that's news. Right, but monkey does seem like the least offensive nasty thing monkey. you could call monkey, yeah. right? Oh, you little monkey. Well, that's like a good thing, right? I guess. I don't know. They've been doing this for years, throwing mm. bananas at players and yes, acting. I mean, mm. this is just, and apparently social media is not changing how they're behaving. No, no. It's probably made it worse because now you can hide behind a computer yeah. screen and... Let loose. I did uh, on on my radio show about two weeks ago. I made a comment, and I was reading the story, and there was one black person in the story. But I said, these guys were acting like a bunch of drunk monkeys. And I get the calls, oh, my God, you racist pig. And I'm like, I've heard of drunk as a skunk, but never drunk as a monkey. You're being racist. I'm like... No, just a bunch of drunk monkeys. That means they're running around like a bunch of idiots doing stupid things. All of them. Not just, I didn't say, oh, that black guy's running around like a drunk right, monkey. Right. That would be, you know, then you're looking for trouble. But it's just an old saying. And But people want to be offended so easily well, do. about yeah. everything. I will tell you this. Many years ago, I was interviewing Harry Carey on the morning show. I'll only believe it if you speak in his voice while doing this, this story. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's exactly right. So I was interviewing Harry Carey, and I said something. And Gelfan took a shot at him. I can't remember oh, what yeah. it was, but Gelfan took a shot at him. And there's this pause, and Harry goes, Barnard, control your monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, using monkey like that does not... Has right, well, that just means race. it's your circus, right? And yeah. that's the other right. saying, not my circus, not my monkeys, meaning it's not my problem. You're, right. Everybody's right. out of control. No, that's absolutely true. No question. And if it was a barrel full of monkeys, is that a slander against... Uh, mm. I'm offended. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> I, was deeply I was side-eyeing you when I said it. Yes, Have exactly. they renamed monkey bars at the playground? Can Ooh. you call them monkey bars anymore? Mm, probably. Gosh, I should have been offended my know. whole childhood. <laughs> I, I was. And the jungle gym? Should we not be referring to that either? Mm. All the gyms are very yeah. upset about yeah. that. Yeah. All the gyms. <laughs> my dad drives by and shakes his fist at those all the time. Sons of bitches. God, Ray Eric was playing a promo for his show, and he used some old... old uh, Footage from uh, I, it was National Lampoon Radio Dinner, I think is what it, the one it was on, uh, where Mr. Rogers is talking to a black bass player, and it's phenomenal because he goes, "Well, you got your your bass looks kind of like a violin, but a little bigger." He goes, "It's a hell of a lot bigger." <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, 
Okay, well, that segment's over, so now it's time to go to the Magic Kingdom. He goes, oh, no, man, I, I got to drive. <laughs> <laughs> it was phenomenal. Let's go to the Magic Kingdom. In other words, drop LSD. <laughs> <laughs> it's just phenomenal. Talk to a, a musician, and that's all he's thinking when he's talking to Mr. Rogers. No, man, I got to drive. <laughs> but the way he goes, there's a hell of a lot bigger. <laughs> God, that was National Lampoon was such a home run. Yeah, and now they're half of them are dead now. Yeah, have you ever seen that documentary? Yeah, oh yeah. What is it? Uh, drunk, stoned, and dead, or something? Yeah, based on the book, something like that. Called, yeah. Drunk, stoned, and dead. Yeah, and something dead. like yeah. that. Yeah. There's one more word: drunk, stoned. I don't remember, and then dead. Brilliant dead. Brilliant. Brilliant dead. Drunk Stone, Brilliant Dead. I've got the book, actually. I've had it for years. The documentary is great, but, man, oh, is it, it is. sad to just watch it whole day. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Is it American Bystander? Is that the same people that... They're trying to do a new version of it, yeah. Okay, well, I guess they have another edition out. Or do they? Yeah. I was just thinking about him the other day. What a coincidence that is. So, if you want to talk to him again, I can... You know, I talked to Harold Ramis's daughter a few weeks ago, and we were talking about the stuff, and she, she mentioned how her father felt really bad about that scene in Vacation where Clark pulls into the urban setting, and oh, he's asking on. for directions. And he felt like he, he pandered early on to it going for the easy jokes and that, you know, that, that kind of showing that urban deal. But I, I don't know. I, I grew up near Chicago. That wasn't... Out of line, that's exactly no. what it was like. <laughs> exactly. And it wasn't, I don't think it was slander against black people. It was just showing a bit of the cult and showing the fish out of water, throwing, I mean, how is that any worse than Crocodile Dundee coming to America and no. trying to make his way through? It was Clark being <sighs> so white bread and trying to be funny. Right? Exactly. And, hey, homie, can you tell me? Hey, Holmes, what it is, bro. Hey, Holmes, what it is, bro. I just thought it was funny that, that out of all of it, Harold Ramis looks back at that scene and he's like, oh. I shouldn't have done that. That was oh, teetering on well, racism. Probably catches a lot of flack. And the guy was it. being slow at giving him directions so they could take his hubcaps. <laughs> <laughs> that wonder, might be the racist part. That I'm not sure. <laughs> it. But it was truth in Chicago. You couldn't park cars without every car was missing hubcaps in Chicago at that I've time. I told you the story about my friend who went down to the West Side to buy fireworks. <laughs> no. no. Oh God, this friend of mine. He's in high school. He's a Jewish kid. Uh, he decides, well, I'm going to go down on the west side and maybe the south side and see if I could buy some illegal fireworks. It would be great. So he walks up to these guys standing in the corner. He's like the only white guy in miles. And he walks up and he goes, say, would you gentlemen know where I might purchase some fireworks? And the guy looks at him and goes, you got money? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah. oh. You don't need more. Excuse me, sir. How much will this fifty dollars buy? I was when I was looking at the way that that uh, entertainment has evolved. I, I remember in the '80s when WrestleMania was all the big rage, and they had oh, Mr. Yeah. T and Hulk Hogan squaring yeah. off, and they had uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and I think it was like. Uh, Cowboy Bob Orton or something that were <laughs> that were fighting, Bob. and it, at one part in this kind of lead up to this big WrestleMania, Rowdy Roddy Piper shows up on set of the A Team, gets out and he goes, "Where's the porch monkey? Bring the porch monkey out here!" Oh, and yeah. this is on national TV. Yep. And he's yelling for it. Mr. T comes busting out of there, and they're trying to hold him off from the steel. And I'm like, "My God!" I mean, I understand what they were doing at that time, but even at that time, I thought, "I know." This doesn't seem like they should be showing that on TV. <laughs> but it was, you know, could you even imagine today if there were two boxers up there and in the pre-bout melee, he's like, I'm going to teach that porch monkey thing. That would be the end of that career forever. Oh, no, no yeah, but I think, that, I think that if it's WrestleMania, because everybody knows that's fake, that's different than if it's like Mayweather yeah. and Pacquiao. But, I think so. Okay, we're right. <laughs> right, in that yeah. sense. But still, <laughs> if, if, if somebody, if Chris Jericho came out and was going to wrestle an African-American and called him a, a porch monkey... Uh. Right? Wouldn't nah. that be? Because I, well, I think it's because you feel like it's scripted, and so they're trying to build up the I, don't, the, I still the don't think that that would be. I mean, that's no? like an ultimate. That's pretty hard that's, heel yeah. to come back from at this point, don't you? As think? long as you let the black guy win, <laughs> then, then I think it's not really Kristen good. Burt told me, or us, she told us about Glow, Gorgeous Ladies oh, yeah. of Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. We had one of them on, actually. Uh, okay, recently. so one of the characters is called Welfare Queen. 
Right. <laughs> right, but that show's taking place back in the early I, 80s I understand, when that was going but on. Yeah. Still. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, that was wrestling. They were all they stereotypes. Had, they, had some, they had a woman who. Mount Fuji. Uh, she's from India, and she's, of course, a terrorist from Beirut. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it couldn't be no. any worse. And I, 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 But what I want to know, I don't know if a this is based on. Beirut. I think there really was a woman. No, there was. It was and, a glamorous ladies of wrestling. So, right. And those characters really were. Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, <laughs> WWE, there was the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. Oh, yeah. And they would come out and uh, spit on America. And it was during the height of yeah, that 1980s. Con- right. Contra, yeah. or not Contra, but that whole uh, 1980s Cold War era. And they had the Iron Sheik and, and uh, Nikolai Volkov and anybody that could come out. And then you talk to these guys, like you see the Iron Sheik at these conventions now. And he's like, yeah, it was a great time, though, in these events. And I sure enjoyed it. And it's just like you're not yeah. here in the... I spit on America, and blah, 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 but they had to have a good villain. Mm-hmm. You think today it'd be different? Aren't she come and go, I am telling you something. I'm never using plastic bags again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Help me cross recycling. He's going to do a PSA. <laughs> we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I'd been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it's as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it because I have a pretty big melon, pretty big head, and my pillow will prop it right up. I can get my neck aligned, and I sleep very well because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of My Pillow, has a very special offer for my listeners. My Pillow is offering buy one My Pillow and get another absolutely free. Don't delay. Order now. This offer expires August first. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first My Pillow. If you already know how great the My Pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call eight hundred five one six five one four six. Use the promo code TOM or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code TOM. Call 1-800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. Oh, yeah, now we're talking. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Greatest hits. Has Trump uh, announced his pick for the Supreme Court yet? God. I hope it's Axel Rose. <laughs> yeah, Blissfully not watching the news <laughs> for a whole week. Signaling he has not yet settled on his pick for the Supreme Court, President Trump on Monday morning worked the phones primarily seeking input about two judges who apparently are the finalists, Brett Kavanaugh and Thomas Hardiman, people familiar with the discussions, said. Mr. Trump appeared to be going back and forth between Judge Kavanaugh, the favorite of the White House counsel, Donald F. McGahn II, and Judge Hardiman, whom the president's sister, Marianne Trump Barry. Your name is Marianne Barry? Marianne Barry. Wasn't that the What's mayor? Wasn't Barry? that the mayor that was caught smoking crack? Marianne Barry? Yeah, Marianne oh, Barry, yeah. it was. Her name is Marianne Barry. Oh, God, that's unfortunate. Remember what he said when he was arrested? What's that? Crack is whack? No, that Marianne was Marianne Barry, while he's being arrested, the news crews were there. He looked at the camera and said, Bitch, set me up. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Bitch, set me up. <laughs> okay, well. That's unfortunate, but... Uh, I was walking by with a donut, looking at the stars. She waves me and says, there's a fire in my room. Next thing I know, I'm having sex and smoking crack. It's <laughs> so wonderful. What is that? It's vibrating. It's my brother, Terry. Oh, gee, I should have known it was you. It's never me. 
no one ever. No, it's never no, you. You just you usually leave yours on loud, so we'll hear the ding. <laughs> <laughs> Answer your phone, damn it. So, so he still. I thought there was a woman that was a front runner in it. What is his son son in law not available for that right. position? Yeah, as well? Probably family true. members. <laughs> probably true. You know, we were having discussions this morning on the morning show about how people, I think, are getting really sick of this this vitriol between the two parties. They're God, sick to I death of the so. far left and the far right, and they just want everybody to calm down and leave them alone. Not me. I like wrestling stuff. This is I like watching everybody against each other. Do you? Oh, yeah. I love her. No, we don't watch the news. I don't watch TV Why anymore you? because of that. I watch all no, the Netflix shows and Amazon yeah. Prime because I, I can't stand watching all of the, the hatred. I got some bad news for you. Tab Hunter died. What? He died yesterday. No kidding. Last night. 86 years old. He was the big-time heartthrob of the 50s and the 60s, from what I understand. But uh, then the ladies found out he was gay, so apparently it, it kind of ruined his career, I guess, back then. And that would have happened back then. I could definitely see that. Uh, yeah, it's hard to, be, yeah, hard to sell that. Even in today's business, how many actors that have come out gay have, have a major career besides Ellen? Yeah, that's where they because you can't really play a character anymore. They just don't accept it as the romantic guy lead that's if you're true. gay. No, you're absolutely right. No doubt about that. It's why does anybody care anymore? That's what I don't understand. Why would you care what someone does with their package? No, I don't think anybody cares really. I mean, you've still got the religious yeah, collective yeah. that doesn't like it, but I don't think anybody cares. But I think there's still that you know. I, I think there's just that mindset. Like, you can't watch some characters. Like, I couldn't play Joe. I couldn't see Joe Pesci playing Captain Kirk, right? You just can't right, buy some right, people yeah, in a role. Right. So if you have a well-known, like, having Harvey Firestein come in and be the new romantic lead in a Julia Roberts film, yeah, you'd be happen. like, eh, this no, it doesn't feel right, right? But if you, I, I think that's the only issue that people have with it. So there's, you've got to kind of always have that suspension of disbelief, you know, ability that if you know too much about this person... Like, if Kevin Spacey was forgiven right now yeah. and brought back, do you think he'd ever play a straight male no, lead no. again? No, I don't think so. But I got some bad news for Grandma and Grandpa about Montgomery Clift. <laughs> <laughs> he played nothing but romantic leads, and then right. he died really young, though, didn't he? Yeah. Jesus. Oh, unfortunate. He's, he's known to haunt the Roosevelt Hotel in uh, California. That's what I heard. Is that, yeah. that, that's, that's a big story out there? Yeah, well, he used to uh, stay there when they were filming... Um, from here to eternity. Oh yeah, okay. And he would practice for hours his trumpet, trumpet blowing, which sounds weird now in context, <laughs> yeah, right? I suppose. But uh, they they hear him up in the hallways, pacing back and forth and blowing the trumpet. So, good God, this is a national story now, ladies and gentlemen. Minneapolis, Minnesota, the latest on relatives demanding charges against two Minneapolis police officers in the fatal shooting of Thurman Blevins Jr. Uh, relatives of a black man fatally shot by Minneapolis police officers say the killing wasn't justified and they're da demanding criminal charges against the men. At a news conference Monday, community activist Mel Reeves uh, said they're planning a community meeting for Wednesday about the killing of Thurman Blevins Jr. He was joined by Blevins' sister, aunt, and cousin. I have a question. Wasn't he shooting a gun at the ground and in the air? And he wouldn't give up the gun? I mean, I, I'm not trying to pick sides here. I'm just wanting to know the facts. But if he, if the well, you know, it's. I'll tell you what the honest to God truth is. I have a lot of friends that are cops, and I'm not trying to stand up for the idiots that do stupid things and no, shoot. No, no doubt shoot. about it. But you know, they said Hollywood has ruined police work for a lot of people. Yeah. Because they think when you've got a gun, we'll go for the hand, shoot the arm, or shoot the leg. So right. the guy drops the gun. He goes, I'm, no. "If it's you or me, I'm yeah, going to no. kill you yeah. because I'm not going to give that. you a chance that my bullet might miss your hand." Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go for that shot. I'm going right. to drop you because I don't want you hurting anybody else. That's exactly And right. if you're given the warning, drop the weapon, and you don't, we have to look at it as a as, as a, a viable chance that somebody's going to die here, and it's not going to be me. My job is to come home at the end of the day. Right. So no, that's exactly right. They said that a lot of Hollywood has ruined it because, in, you know, you've got all these rogue guys going for the hand shot or the shoulder shot to drop the gun out of their hand and, and keep them alive, and unfortunately that's not the way reality works. Well, you'd have to be one of the best gun shooters. Right. right. <laughs> be a marksman. Well, even if you shoot somebody's arm, you know, they could still maybe shoot Right, because yeah, right. if you're in yeah. pain, you like clench your fist sure. just as a reflex, right. and now yeah. you're squeezing a trigger. Yep. And you know, I have no shooting time the for gun your out logic. of their hand isn't a thing that no. people do. No, no. 
No, it's absolutely outside not. of movies. It was a Wild West thing, right? right? As you shoot the hat off his head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The caps off his not teeth. Not realistic. <laughs> so authorities say officers Ryan Kelly and Justin Schmidt opened fire after chasing weapons into an alley June 23rd. Kelly and Ryan were responding to a report of a man firing a handgun. And investigators say a gun was recovered at the scene. Uh, but some witnesses say Blevins was carrying a bottle or a cup. <laughs> well, that's that's where the problem is, right? Yeah, you're right. Then, the again, Hollywood has shown us the fact that two cops take down a guy that was unarmed and all of a sudden they reach down into the ankle and pull out the gun and throw it on the ground and say, he had this gun in his hand. Oh, look at there this guy. There it is. There it is. Proof. It's just Joe from Louisville saying center mass. That's all. He was just right. propping up. <laughs> But darkness. Day. But that's the whole thing. Is now everybody can thinks that that's a conspiracy. But in the fact that it's true, right? If they're if they took the shot and realized that they're you know, oh God, it was a it was a cap gun or it was a uh, a bottle or something else that was nonviolent. Right? Well, what I don't understand is people are shooting off guns all the time in in Minneapolis. Yes. North Minneapolis. All of downtown them. Minneapolis. Yep. Why do they respond to some? Because people and called in calls and, asked and not the cops others. To come. Because people called in and asked the cops to come and take care of the guy. So people aren't calling in the gunshots in downtown Minneapolis? No. Problem, well, I that's what not. Nick was saying. Remember when uh, L.A. Nick has said that they call them in, but the cops don't respond. Yeah. They're so I mean, there aren't enough this. cops to go around. I just can't believe we can't. We haven't come up with something non-lethal at this stage that works effectively. No, but like from yeah, a distance. Oh. You know, yeah. the ta- and the taser doesn't always work effectively. Yeah. No, Have you ever watched cops when drugs, two or three yeah. guys hit the same yeah. guy with the taser and he doesn't go down? Yeah. That's scary. And if you're on a lot of drugs, yeah. You got guys on drugs that break handcuffs. There oh, was, yeah. There was just a guy that was taken down by a taser. Uh, he had kidnapped a woman, two women just the other day. Oh, yeah, in the oh, hotel. Really? At the University of Minnesota, that yeah, and then he, yeah. he took them out to get gas. He wanted—I don't know where he was going. They were going to go to the grocery <laughs> store and get gas, and they—they they asked. You know, one of them went in to pay for the gas and said, "Call the cops. I've got you know this crazy he's, man." What a smart guy! Yeah, he's not yeah. good at what he was trying to do. <laughs> and then he's laying down on the ground. Devin, write a handbook, would you? <laughs> the, cop, the cop came, and then another backup police officer came, and they were trying to handcuff him, and he got up and ran away, and then they tased him two times before he dropped. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. It doesn't work all the time. But, it is yeah. unbelievable. Well, yeah, I think cops need to start carrying blow darts. Right. Ooh, I like <laughs> it. Like a movie blow dart. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah, Someone's going to have an allergy For to yeah, this exactly, stuff yeah. and yeah. die, and then it's going to be bad. <laughs> well, and your aim is off. <laughs> it's a windy day. And taking the out the old lady. Taking out the old lady walking across the street. <laughs> it's going to be bad. She's just napping. Or so a judge coming uh, out of the courthouse. Here's Whoops. why I hate all politicians. Right here. <laughs> okay, we got this tariff war going on with China, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Guess whose Chinese-made products are spared from all tariffs? Not Trump's. mine. <laughs> Ivanka Trump. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's not okay. Pigs. That I is just, not okay. Every president since I went back to Washington, who again was one of the richest people in the world when he was president of the United States, none of these people have ever been any good. They're all in it for the money, all of them. But Harry Truman blew it. So that's why some people think you don't have it anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just am so tired of it all because Trump is already a multi-billionaire. President Obama is going to become a billionaire because of Netflix. George W. Bush was already a billionaire. Bill Clinton is now worth $5 billion. What are we doing? Jeez. Right, know. but you can't blame them after they became president. Yes, for, for becoming billionaires. Yes, if you I take, can. no, that's like saying you shouldn't make money as a voiceover guy because you were born with that voice. You should also not get a job because you were president of the United States. Why not? Because. It's you're just, an expert. If people if hire you, you to be a people, speaker. Right. People want to serve the people. But serve once you're out, people. once you're out, though. If, if it were the case that they served all the people, I would agree with you. But they don't. There is well, something but once you're about life, profiting. Why aren't they allowed I'm to do just it? saying, once you're president, serve all the people. You don't get to pick and choose who you serve. You're the president of the United States. Well, they don't. They're not picking in services. Yes, whoever can are. afford them. Yeah, well, well, that's exactly right. it. It's not my with all those A lot of times, anyway. too, I think a lot of people want to become president because of 
after you sure. serve your term, no you're going to make tons of money. There's no doubt about it. So no, to me, that's, that's it. I'm running for president. Yeah, say, when do, where do <laughs> I Radio sign is up? not oh. the way to do it. <laughs> I got to tell you something. Yes. I'm in the St. James Hotel in Red Wing on Tuesday. Love that place. Oh, it's phenomenal. Haunted. Haunted. Why would you? Now he's got to go stay there. We're, we stayed in they the boardroom. It's like the oldest room in the hotel. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you were lying to I guess that whole area has a bunch of haunted uh-huh. areas. Is he alive? But anyway... We met tons of listeners down there. People coming up at restaurants and in the, the lobby of the St. James. All the guy came up and he said, yeah, I listen to podcast every day and I want you to know it's it keeps getting better and better. You get a bunch of new people, you know, like you got Tevin on there and you yep. got that uh, Dangerous Dave. Dangerous, <laughs> dangerous Dave. Dave. Hey, that's your that's wrestling Dangerous is my middle name. That's dangerous your wrestling name, name. name. Dangerous. Oh, yeah, little brother. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, he did what beef, beef jerky or Slim Jim or something. What? Randy, slim yeah, Jim. Randy, yeah. Randy, yeah. Snap Randy. into a Slim You can be my, you can be my uh, tag team wrestling partner. Okay. You can be Glaucoma Monkaku or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Glaucoma the monkey eye. Yeah, you can do all the actual wrestling. <laughs> right, yeah, of course. I'll just be the loudmouth that gets hit a few times, and then yeah. I tag in and let the the monkey eye take over for me. <laughs> what was his last name, Randy? Randy Savage. Savage. There you go. Okay, Randy. Did, well, did you? I love that meme that came out when uh, it was like the the rapture was due, and it was it right near some big point where they said the end of the world was coming, and it might have even been like 2012. And Randy died just beforehand. Yeah. And then the, the rapture was over, and the meme came out, and it shows Jesus coming down, and you see Randy coming down on him with a, <laughs> a suplex, <laughs> dropping the elbow on Jesus, and it said, Randy the Macho Man Savage saves us again. Didn't he have a heart attack and then hit a tree? He had a heart attack while he was driving and hit a tree or something? Yeah, I think that's what – I think it's like aorta ruptured or something. Oh, God. <laughs> That can't be good. Let's see him up in my yard. He looked like he had high blood pressure. That's all I know. He always had. I saw him in a Cub Foods in Minnesota when I had my son Cliff with, and we walk into the aisle, and there's Randy Macho Man Savage, and I I nudge my son and. And Cliff looks up, and I go, ooh, yeah. And, and Macho Man just turns, and he, he's, like, got the most, like, I'm ready for him to start reading poetry. And he goes, hello, little brothers. And I'm like, well, that was, that was it. And then he, he turns away, and then he turns back, and he goes, what are you doing? And Cliff just burst into this huge smile. But it was just like this, hello, little brothers. Hello, little brothers. Yeah. He would turn different shades of red. I don't think they're humanly possible. One of my favorite thing, times in life was when Catherine would get together with professional wrestlers and argue. <laughs> they were so dumb. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at, Catherine, but I think it might have been a slight. When you when when Hawk hit himself over the head with a sock full of pennies and it, they went all the sock broke, they burst, and the pennies went everywhere because <laughs> they were arguing about whether or not. What was her name? Washington Dino, Diana? No, you always do this, and then I can't remember her name. The woman who would... Robin was, Given. Not no, Robin Given. That Robin was his Given. wife. <laughs> the, the, the woman that Mike Tyson was supposed to have raped. Her name was... Oh, two percent. I don't remember. I don't remember. Desiree anyway, Washington. Desiree That's Washington. It. There you go. So <laughs> I was trying to defend Desiree. So he says, he says, she wasn't raped. They made certain that... She took off her panty liner. <laughs> what? We got to take a break. We'll be back hour two. Not consent. Uh. <laughs>